0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Wellness Transformation Podcast. The podcast that not only adds value to your own well-being, but the wellness of your teams and organization by focusing on integrated, holistic, well-balanced and sustainable wellness solutions that inspire a people-first culture and help employees excel in their roles. My name is Mariana Carroll, and I'm the owner and founder of MCC. Today, I want to challenge us with this question. How do we not only survive, but thrive in an ever-changing world? But before we go into the session, and as always, let's all take a deep breath in and now out. Now, let me hand you over to Alison Hallett, from Work Mind Matters, Alison is an occupational therapist, and Nicole Ramjean. Nicole is the owner and founder of HR Synthesis. Today, Alison and Nicole will discuss how to move from clutter to clarity, from a place of social lethargy to connectivity, and from drudgery to creativity. Here is Nicole.
1: Thank you, Mariana. I found this very interesting, um, Alison, but this research that I've come across uh, that we were discussing earlier. That over the last year, the term languishing was coined uh, the dominant emotion of 2021. A recent publication of research conducted during the pandemic by Professor Inna Rotman, the peopleful colleague and board member, indicated that 27% of the 10,804 individuals whose responses were captured fell into the languishing or surviving category. Can you share with us, Alison, some insights and some practical tips on how we can move from feeling like we're merely surviving to actually thriving in this changing world?
2: Uh, Thanks, Nicole, for that. Yes. Sure. I think in many ways, we've really started the year feeling like we're just surviving. Um, there, are, there are those who have thrived and who've flourished through this period or have periods of flourishing, but so many, as we've seen in the study, ha- are, are either surviving and languishing or even worse in crisis. And it's been a difficult year in terms of being, being motivated, getting, you know, feeling fatigued. And so what does it mean to thrive when you're in that space? How do we, How do we get into a better space? Now, thriving is really about, you know, it's about having great balance in your life. You know, it's about having a sense of meaning. It's about feeling grateful and hopeful. And, you know, as you sit there and think about it, are you feeling that? Are you feeling grateful and hopeful and imbalanced and everything, God, every, all your ducks in a row? But there's so many factors this year that have that have really drained us over the last two to three years of that. And that's the grief you know, the job loss, the dealing with illness, possibly even now sitting dealing with something like long COVID. These are factors that you think, well, oh, I'm just surviving. How do I get to that point of surviving? And so t- really today is just about thinking about some practical things that we can put in place that just help us perhaps get to a point where we feel that we can thrive. And it may be periods of thriving. You know, you're not going to just thrive, go from replace a Surviving to thriving, but you may be able to get to a space where you, you grade it, you get to a point where you thrive in patches, and then you have times to recover and feel that sense of survival again. So, what are they? And I think there are three things I wanted to mention today. The first really was um, moving from a space of clutter to clarity. The second one is moving from a space of social lethargy to connectivity and being intentional about that. And the third one is moving from that space of drudgery, perhaps, to creativity. And, you know, if we just start with the first to think about moving from clutter to clarity, you know, when you're in a space of struggling or survival or you're in crisis, um, and these are all mentioned in the study done by Professor Anna Rothman, but, there are three things that you, that you can really find you have clutter in your life. There's first of all, physically, just very practically, what does your workspace look like? What does your home space look like? That clutter can have an enormous impact on your headspace, where you are, how you're thinking, how you're feeling, how motivated you are. And often when you're in a survival space, there's a lot of clutter because you don't have the energy to sort it out. Mm-hmm. Secondly is the mental clutter that and this is a big one because i think we have fallen into that multitasking mode working online all the time switching the camera off doing things in the background having a quick call here you know writing up a document there while you are sort of half listening to what's going on in a meeting that so that multitasking is mental clutter it doesn't make us productive and 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 the other one is is you know, the fact that there's just digital overload. And so to think about how do we digitally detox? And then third area of clutter that we can experience, real clutter in our lives is emotional clutter. And this is really thinking about have you taken time and perhaps you have had an opportunity to take time to download in your brain and in your emotions and in your heart, everything that has happened over the last two to three years, have you had time to offload have you reached out to somebody where you've been able to offload and because that's sharing you know it really halves the burden so that offload is important and have you also perhaps had chance to discard that emotional clutter that may be there some toxicity perhaps in your life that needs to be discarded so that's moving for that those are just some tips on moving from a, a space of clutter to clarity in order to thrive. The second one, I think is a really big one that we underestimate the impact of the social isolation that we have experienced globally um, for all age groups across the board, that it has really um, resulted in us becoming isolated in, in the things that we do, in the habits that we have developed. And there's almost a lethargy around getting together with people some of it is driven by fear but some of it I do think has become just a habit and a laziness in some ways because it almost feels like too much effort at times but the impact that this has on our mental well-being and our emotional well-being can can come out over time over time we start starting to see where people are experiencing depression and anxiety because of the isolation we are social beings we need physical touch we need sensory input in our in our lives in our in our physical beings to experience the fullness of life and so it's really important that in 2022 if you want to thrive to have that connectivity if you can go into the office and see people make the effort to do that. If you're not, if you're working from home, make the effort to get out, try a coffee shop, meet with people so that you're getting that interaction. You're seeing people's faces, lips move, smiles. These have such a huge impact on the way we feel and our emotional well-being. And then thirdly is really, I think, You know, this is perhaps for for people who've been thriving, who have been doing well, but maybe at the beginning of the year, it's caught up a bit. It's been ongoing. There's not been a break and it's become drudgery. Work has become dull. It's one thing after the next. It's one meeting to the next. It's ongoing. There's no break and you're exhausted and it's just dull. You just feel you need a change. You need some stimulation. This is where it's important to move from drudgery to creativity. And the creativity, it's about really just forcing your space, your mind into a space where it has to think creatively. You know, perhaps it's about starting a new skill, something fun, something different, something you've never done before. Perhaps it's a strange thing of just thinking about something um, really, a ridiculous idea, something that seems like a terrible idea, but allowing your mind, to think about how could you make that idea work and writing down a mind map throwing out ideas to get that right brain working to get yourself into creative space and so it is about moving out of that space forcing yourself to get out of the the drudgery of everyday things and doing something completely different even to the point of changing up your routine changing up the way you do things to force yourself to think creatively because that will have an impact in your creative thought at work and your innovation and your ability to come up with good ideas it's often in that that time when you take a break when you get creative that the the light bulb moment happens so those are some tips which which i feel would would are a good starting point to moving from that space of surviving into a space where you have moments of thriving and over time grow that thriving to a point where you feel that you are achieving and that you're finding, finding satisfaction and you're feeling grateful and hopeful and
1: content in what you're doing every day. Thank you for that, Alison. That was beautiful. I think you I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of, you know, trying to just give simple, clear tips. Um, for our, our audience to be able to make that next step. Uh, I think people, it's important that people recognize that they are languishing um, and that they they know how to, you know, what to do about it. And as you said, we're not going to be in a constant state of thriving. We are going to have time to recover. We're going to have times where we go back into languishing. But I think it's important that if we recognize it um, and then we know what to do about it? We will recall the success we got previously from from using these tips, like as you said, moving from uh, clutter to clarity, from lethargy to you know connection and re-establishing and you know those moments with with people um, and getting absorbed into something new, something different, something creative um, that will inspire hope and motivation. Absolutely. And, you know, it really is at a, at a point when you feel
2: that you're languishing or surviving, it takes a little bit more effort to do these things. It, it's an intentional step. And really 2022, I believe, is that we have to be intentional about these things because we have got into habits that need to be broken. And that, t- that takes intention. It takes um, a bit of planning even. Preparation, it takes a bit of thinking time to think what is it that I need to change? Where do I need to, to put new things in place to bring some hope and, and joy back into life
1: if you're in that space of languishing? I agree. Sometimes I find I have to, you know, force myself to do something. So, you know, you get into that state of languishing and you know you should. Uh, be off to the gym, and you know you should be doing something that you set aside time to do for yourself. Um, And, you know, it's so easy to say, well, um you know let's just leave it and tomorrow's another day but I think if you force yourself you almost fake it till you make it you arrive at the <laughs> and suddenly you know the energy appears and suddenly you know whilst you're getting into it you realize okay this is not so bad after all um you're not as tired as you thought you were and it feels so good to know that you stuck with it and that you actually completed what you set out to do for that day. So I think it's almost, as you said, being intentional, but even if you have all the best intentions and you're just not feeling it at that point in time, just make yourself do it, force yourself to do it. And um, once you realize that, you know, you've done it, you realize it's worth it.
2: Absolutely. And I think also we, we don't. We well. We often forget the the thing, the physiological things that are happening in our body when we do it, because it's the endorphin that kicks in, and really? that helps with mood. And it's, you know, these these activities like the creativity and the the exercise and the getting order. It it actually helps reduce the stress response mm-hmm. and the stress kicking in of the cortisol, and the stress hormones, and all those things that I always like to talk about. But it helps to reduce that and that's what makes you feel so much better
1: absolutely and almost you know it brings on that gratitude you start to be grateful for the small things grateful that you set out to do you know you achieved what you set out to do grateful for the you know the gift of each new day grateful for the good weather uh, and those things so um it all kind of you know is interrelated
0: Wow, well, Nicole and Alison, thank you for sharing these valuable insights and practical tips on how we can move from feeling like we are merely surviving, bombarded with clutter, detached from others, and a lack of creativity, to thriving, flourishing, having clarity, staying connected with people, and moving into a creative space of innovation. Perhaps any last thoughts from you, Alison and Nicole? From my side, you know, take the first step. That's simply it. Take, choose
2: one thing that you're going to change, or one thing that you're going to do, even if it's just for this week. Decide on one thing because that it starts with the small steps forward, and and and, and it can grow from there. From my side, I would just say yes.
1: Keep keep um, just keep active. Whatever it is, whether it's something little that's creative, whether it's a ten minute you know, walk in the garden or around your neighborhood, um, small steps, as Alison has said, uh, will start to build into something bigger and uh, you can start to integrate it into your daily activities.
0: As we always say, together we grow. In partnership, we can reinforce integrated and sustainable solutions that enhance long-term performance Productivity and optimal engagement while maintaining that very important balanced lifestyle. Thank you for being part of our wellness transformation journey to all of our podcast listeners. Reach out and connect with us. And please join us for our next conversation on well-being. Let's make well-being real in our own lives and let us go out and be the change in the lives of others.